back, everyone. This is the Endcast. As always, I'm your host, Brian Leifer. And Prince Ayo, how you doing? Then you came in soft. I came in kind of soft. I'm a little tired, but at the same time, I'm trying to get out of here and go to the gym. I got to get in. You say, you say you're tired, but this is actually the earliest we've recorded in a very, very long time. I know. It has been, because I actually got off a little bit earlier and from doing my errands, and now I'm here. Yeah. Before I, nine. <laughs> yeah, so. you know, it's nice to record and then not go to sleep immediately afterwards. I think that's that's a nice change in our routine. Uh, we're also, gonna to, we're going to fix it anyways, because uh, you're starting school on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to start yeah. recording more so on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get into that more off the record. But yeah, I'll let you guys know um, I'm going... Starting my fall semester soon. Uh, from this recording, it'll be in a couple days. But from the time you hear this, I'll probably be in school for at least a few weeks. Uh, exciting stuff. I'm learning some really cool stuff in school this semester. And I hope to kind of apply that to some of my passion projects, this podcast included. I also wanted to come in calm because, like, this topic is pretty interesting. Uh Interesting topic. You say that every week, though. No, no, no. But this one, like, I feel it's like a little bit personal. Like, this topic that I picked too. I mm-hmm. guess so. So it's just like I'm like trying to bring it all in, as you do the introduction, of course. But, <laughs> I guess yeah. you're preparing that mindset. Exactly. So uh, before we dive head first into that, uh, I wanted to take a little time to you know, talk about your little vacation you had about a. Uh, couple was it a couple weekends ago now or maybe it was was it last, it was last weekend, weekend. Okay, last yeah. weekend uh nola talking about new orleans louisiana okay so yeah how was, was it it was a good time um we rented it out uh airbnb uh mm-hmm. it had uh, about six bedrooms but around like 10 beds <laughs> so like it fit all of us pretty much but it was just like open space the place mm-hmm. we rented out it kind of looked like an outside looked like it was like a convenience store but then you open it up, it's just like a it's an pl- actual place. place to stay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's pretty cool. We uh, half of the group actually went to like go do tours and stuff. Kind of, kind of expensive. I mean, it was expensive like forty dollars, but like you could tell they're giving the tours price. But um, most of the time, we just went to the French quarters, <laughs> like every night. <laughs> What's that? Uh, basically, it's just a strip down uh Louisiana, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Doesn't smell too great. But uh, it's a lifetime. Like a strip of bars and clubs and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, bars, so strip like, clubs. So like a Fed Hill in Baltimore. Uh, food places. Uh, sort of a bigger. Bigger. And okay. a lot more trash. <laughs> but like, it, it was a great time. Like, I'm not trying to like shit on New Orleans, but they could clean it up a little bit. Yeah. But you could say the same thing about Ocean City, too. Oh, yeah. Ocean City. Yeah. I swear, it used to be worse. Like They cleaned a up a little ago. bit. Yeah. Yeah, you like used a, to work there too, didn't you? Yeah, I worked at Secrets for like <laughs> three, four years as a bouncer. You you meet different type of people because that's a tourist area too. Mm-hmm. If you think about it in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of people from uh, at least the just, East Coast. Yeah, you get a lot of people from like Jersey. Yeah, coming in down there. We don't talk about those people. They don't know how to take left turns. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to pump their own gas. Either. Right. Um, I think it's like illegal to pump your own gas out. Yeah, there. it is. It like, is. <laughs> <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's absurd, but it is what it is. I digress. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it sounds like you guys enjoyed it so much that I'm hearing talks about going back next month. Not next month. They're going back in January, but we'll see. 
Robert just uh, spilled that on me yesterday, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, you didn't? You weren't gonna tell me the minute we came back?" He's like, "Nah," but he told me. I'm like, That's "Okay." Crazy. No, I don't blame. Him. I got lost like on <laughs> Friday and Saturday, which I mentioned in uh, my own little segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, so. I was actually offered up the chance to go, but I passed because I was just kind of doing other things and keep this between us. But uh, I didn't have that much money. <laughs> but uh, I'll 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 join economics one on one. Economics one on one. Budget, Brian. <laughs> hey, I'm being I'm being financially responsible. Yeah, you know, I'm still financially responsible. I budget out there. Oh I no, 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 no. Like, I'm not saying that you aren't, but like for me, you know. Everybody uh, has their different economic situation. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to go into your own <laughs> pockets. Nothing in mind, but... <laughs> I mean, if you want to, go ahead. I didn't want you to, like, tell everybody what uh, your we, pockets we, are like. <laughs> we've already spent five minutes on this segment. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> but, but and also, one more thing I wanted to talk about, because uh, you just mentioned to me, you just mentioned this story to me just a few moments ago before we started recording. Uh, is this something you wanted to talk about? Uh, the Andrew Luck situation. You know, it's it's a little weird mentioning this because with the whole like, kind of delay yeah. between when we record these and when these go out. But to add a little context to this, the news about Andrew Luck retiring from the NFL, we just heard about just yesterday from this recording. And um, it was pretty shocking in the news world because it's not something you really see too often. Somebody that young and that success, successful in their sport uh throwing in the towel that soon. Didn't he get, like, comeback player of the year or something like that a couple years ago? I remember that. Something like that. Because he had, like, a big injury that had him out for, like, almost a whole season, I remember. And then he came back, and he was, like, breaking records. And he, like, He's so so consistent as a quarterback. Yeah. It was just, like, it was surprising to a lot of people. And honestly, word on the street is that um, he didn't want to tell people just yet. I think he wanted to wait after, like, this Saturday's game. Mm-hmm. To mention it to his team, like personally, mm-hmm. but you know how media and yeah, journalists are. Sometimes like, it just goes. It's gonna out go there. out there. That's like, that's pretty common too. A yeah. lot of a lot of players find out things about their team or even like themselves through mm-hmm. the media. Exactly. Like there's it happens all the time where like players hear about them being traded in the news, news. before they even get the like the, the chance to even themselves. explain themselves to their teammates. Mm-hmm. But like that's business. It's the NFL. Yeah. It's not like college or in high school and stuff like that. Yeah. So what I thought was very interesting was his um, presumed reasons for retiring so early. And it all kind of just boiled down to he just kind of lost the love for the game. Um, We may have different takes on that. I think it's more so like he wanted to preserve his body. He's just been through so many injuries and stuff like that. And there's just so many consequences. And honestly, mm-hmm. he had a terrible line. Like, yeah. he was getting blasted, even though he was he's a good player, but, like, you can only take so many hits, opposed to, like, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. who barely gets touched. Yeah, you know what yeah I, mean? I like, like, at the end of the day, like, he has enough money to get into, like, businesses, entrepreneurial, like, mm-hmm. or, or real estate. Like, mm-hmm. he'll be well off. And he's, he's yeah. 29. I mean, yeah. he could last probably almost through his 30s, but why risk it? He doesn't have to. Yeah. I mean, would it be a stretch to say it was like a it's like a combination between those those two reasons? Well, like the NFL ever since like 2011, 2012, just been having problems with like concussions. Like, play good players have been retiring early, like just copping out early, 
just because like the risk the mm-hmm. risk is so high mm-hmm. well i have an interesting take on that i don't think it's like a recent thing that no. the risk has gone up it's more so that the awareness the awareness has gone up and the nfl has really struggled to sort of Give satisfy reass- those criticisms. Yeah, give reassurance to the players. Mm-hmm. Get like they all of them they've been trying to do is just like mitigate like the news on like new studies on concussions, new studies on mm-hmm. you know just injuries. Yeah, and as for all sports, like it's just not good for money like, yeah. in general. Like just talking and, about money. And then the steps that they have they have been taking, they've just been changing how the game has been played. You know, yeah. like you hear it all the time nowadays that it's a passer league now because, you know, they've had so many changes on the, how you can tackle. Yeah. And, you know, it upsets the players. It upsets the fans. And a lot of people just think that there's, there's, there's just, just there should be more that the league is doing to satisfy, you know, these criticisms rather than just trying to change how the game has been, as is playing. But, you know, that's a whole different can of worms. Exactly. You know, that's, that's not our topic of the day. But, I mean, it could be interesting to talk about in the future. <clears throat> I just wanted to shed light on that. Just give my take on it, just like you did. But mm-hmm. we can continue. Yeah, so now let's open the door to our featured topic of the day. So, Prince, I'll let you introduce uh, what we got uh, going on. So this topic's kind of important to me. I, I came up with it, the idea, and Ryan... And I just traded words about it and uh, came up with some ideas. So first, we're going to give like the fundamentals to what I want to talk about today is uh, grit. So what is grit? Not the grits that you eat. Yes, that was actually the first thing I was going to say. Not grits like oatmeal or the... Not the stuff that was spilled yeah. on Al Green. Exactly. <laughs> you put cinnamon in it. No, not that. Like grit. It's like a term I looked up for it is... Showing strength of character and courage. Um, Ryan, I don't know if you found a different definition for that. Was that was more in line with what yeah. I was, I was yeah. looking at. Yeah. Or at least that's the one. I w- that's the definition I wanted to discuss with you today on this podcast. <clears throat> so the next question I want to ask about it is, what do you think it means to have grit? I'm going to let you start off on that. What does it mean to have grit? Yeah. So... Like, we have the definition, but what do you yeah. think, like, your own? So... Let me try to paint a picture of like an example of when I think of grit, I think of somebody who has really strong resolve, who is very committed to what they're doing and is some is a characteristic that you see in a lot of, uh, you know, heroes, whether fictional or non-fictional, and also just a lot of people who are successful in life. It's because, you know, they have a vision and they're very committed to it and they'll go out of their way to make that, you know, vision a reality. And a big characteristic is grit, you know, having strong grit. Um, What's also pretty cool is that at my school, our dining hall is called true grits. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hmm. And that's kind of a, it's like a mo- big motif for my school. You know, I go to University of Maryland, Baltimore County, and, you know, our mascot is uh, the retriever and all of our sort of like, you know, pep rally slash school spirit, you know, promotions, um, grit is a big motif that gets thrown around there a lot. 
I think uh, our current president of the school is really fond of that yeah. word. Um, and yeah, like, cause like I was saying just now, it's a characteristic that you see in a lot of successful people. Um, so what does grit mean to you? I think it's along the lines of what you were just saying there. That's why I was actually letting you go. Cause I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was the ideas. same thing that, <laughs> that I was thinking. I, the only thing I would add is just like, yes, it's resolve and you're goal oriented, but it's just like going through those adversities, you know, like it's going to always be like setbacks. What we were talking about with like luck, he had those injuries. Yeah. Like, but he still came back. He got comeback player of the year. Like, that's just like a prime example of like showing grit, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like um, Denzel Washington. Like, he flunked out of college, but he still wanted to be successful. Steve Jobs, just all those type of people that just show that they were going in it and they had to go to a really quiet place in their mind to really know what they want in life. I think that's, that, that takes a lot of courage. Because, like, there's a lot of influence in your life, right? Yes. You know? Your your brother, your your dad, my mom, you know, mm-hmm. my siblings. Family, your, friends, friends. Um, media, exactly. all that stuff has plays a part in, you know, who we are. And to go to some quiet place in your mind and just, like, believe Block that, everything exactly. out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, tunnel vision, like... It's really hard to do because mm-hmm. those influence, like, they kind of see, tell, Tunnel vision sounds like sort of like a negative, but you're talking about, like, the positive aspect, aspect of, it. you know, blocking outside influences out and focusing on, like, your goals and your ideology. Exactly. Because you can, you envision yourself being on that other side. You envision yourself, like, yeah. being successful. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'll let you start off with the characteristics of, Yeah, so Prince has kind of boiled down grit to these five key characteristics Mm -hmm. that all kind of play a part in, you know, having grit. Um, So those are what we've talked about. Courage. Mm -hmm. um, Perseverance. Exactly. Resilience. Passion. And this one's a bit of a mouthful. um, Conscientiousness. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, bumbled, I fumbled that one a bit. No, but I mean, like, it's part of it. Just conscientious, I send them for being aware, too. Yeah. You know, like, I know that was a little mouthful, but, like, it's just awareness. Self-awareness. Exactly. Yeah. So those characteristics, I feel like, fall in line with the definition of grit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, especially if you want to, like, either put it in tiers or hierarchy or put it in a pyramid, like, I feel like I put I put it like more of a bottom uh top down model. Mm-hmm. Um, so the courage is like from within, but like really at the top is passion. Like it's like a mixture of like love and anger for mm-hmm. what you want. Heart. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. an amalgamation of love, love and anger for what you want, of what you're striving for in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I just wanted to touch light on that and let Brian <laughs> give the opening on that. So we'll go to the next topic, which is um, knowing these characteristics and knowing what grit means. You think grit is a skill? I'm going to ask you just because you're the only person in the room, but do you think so? Grit is a when skill? you say by skill, you're saying, is it something that can be taught or is it something that is well, that just naturally part be, of our person? That was going to be my add on to the question. Like, mm-hmm. if you do think it's a skill, do you think it can be taught? Mm -hmm. Because usually skills are taught. Yes. Uh, So 
with grit is it a skill can it be taught um i think so grit is something i don't think anybody is necessarily born with it's it's something that can be a part of your personality but it has to it's a weird question because having grit means that you have something that you're passionate about and so you know having something you're passionate about comes before having grit um so i think if we have the prereq prerequisite that we have something that we're passionate about we have something that we envision for ourselves Mm -hmm. then with grit it's definitely something that we can learn and be taught um because you know we have it has to be taught to have resilience to have resolve because you just you have like i said when you have that vision you have to have that mindset that you will go out of your way you'll undergo setbacks and hardships to make that vision come true exactly mm-hmm. how I, would you put it um so I'd break it down a little bit. Like some people just, I guess, show grit in the sense of their situation in life. Like say, um, they just got in financial debt because they were once living with a few people, including their spouse, and then the few people in their house left, and then their spouse left them with the uh, lease of the house. You had to find a way to come up with money or you're going to fail. I mean, that's extreme, but like, that's, that's kind of the way people are living nowadays, especially in the West Coast. I was just reading about it. That's why I gave that example. Or you were taught, like, through upbringing, bringing nature versus nurture, you were taught through your, your parents. You're like, listen, this is what life's about. I'm, I'm going to put you through certain situations. So when you get older, you'll start to understand why I put you through those situations when you're younger. It may not emulate what you would go through when you're older, but just give you a tougher skin. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that's that's how I break it down a little bit. But at the end of the day, to answer the question, I do think it can be taught. Uh, It may be like different ways of showing grit for other people because everybody's different. But I do think it's a grit is a skill that can be taught. Okay. So I'll let you... uh, Start off with the next one. So, we also have this question here that we want to ask. And so, I don't think we touched base on this before, but when me and Prince are asking these questions, we're not just asking them to each other, but we're also asking you, the viewers. Exactly. Because, um, you know, it's nice to, you know, throw out this, these uh, food for thought questions that kind of get your mind thinking a bit, you know? Yeah. Um, so, with that being said, uh, with this next question we have here is, uh, what the relationship between grit and strong mindset is. So you wrote this one. Uh, what is the relationship? Yeah, what is, is the relationship, relationship? Yeah. Um, between grit and having a strong mindset? Uh, so since you wrote that, um, explain, because we were just defining grit. What's a strong mindset in your opinion? I think a strong mindset is a person who has a sense of emotional intelligence Okay. Um, we're human beings. Like, we're we're gonna go through our emotions. Like, 
life happens. Mm-hmm. Things things are not always going to be in your control, right? Yeah. So I feel like if you can at least find a way to not mitigate, but like actually see through your emotions, some people may maybe need help more than others. I mean, that's why therapists are there. That's why they go to see, go to counseling. I understand that. I'm not going to knock that away. But like, if you can do it yourself, that's empowering yourself at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody, but like, it, it's, it's just one thing if you're facing adversity that you can just like push to the side because you already know how you're feeling about it. You got, you're, you already dealt with that. Now you can address the situation at hand. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? All along the way of focusing on your goals. Exactly. Okay. It, it, it may say, sound a little like stoic, but it's like. I understand where you're coming you from. You get what I'm saying? Where I'm coming from? So, yeah. So from the way you just describe it, to me, it sounds like having a strong mindset is another prerequisite to having grit. Um, cause you know, grit, you know, having courage and resilience. Having a strong mindset allows you, like you just said, allows you to kind of look past, you know, your setbacks, your dark thoughts. Like, and that's the key word for me, like avoiding, you know, dark thoughts, like avoiding self-doubt and having confidence in yourself. And yeah, strong mindset. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that takes time. Not everybody gets that, like, right away. I've seen kids who are like, 13, 14 years old, you could tell they just grew up with like strong household. They've been through something mm-hmm. which just gives them that mentality. Or like guys who just found out like once they were 22. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here's something that and women I, liked, I like to believe with uh, the strong mindset is that you can have it at one point and sometimes you can lose it. Yeah. You can break down. Mm-hmm. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Like we're all vulnerable at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Because, like, having a strong mindset, it's not something that, you know, you just get and you just keep. keep. It's, like, sometimes... Like use it say, or you lose it. Yeah. It applies to reading, too. Like, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> use it or you lose it. But, um, I guess I'll um, go to the next question, which we will be, like, our last question about grit. You know, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I think it's personal, and I also think it's, like, a powerful question just to wrap it all together. Yeah, because you mentioned earlier how this is a topic that's very uh, personal for you. Um, so I was going to ask uh, to uh, explain that a bit more on why grit, uh, why, <laughs> why you wanted to dedicate a whole episode to this, you know, this word. Um, so um. Uh, I just actually I do know. Uh, that's probably worse thing I should start off with. So <laughs> <laughs> I do know. I I personally felt like in my past history I've been through so many failures, and to the point where I just depended on people's opinion about me because of what they've seen and what I've done and have a predisposition on me. And it's like okay, that's cool. For years, I just disliked myself because I used to depend on his opinions. But now, like, it's just changed. Like, I, I like I realize like those opinions are not going to dictate where I'm going to go in my future. 
I dictate where I'm going to go in my future. Yes, there may be racism. That's still not, not going to stop me. Yes, there's going to be ageism, but that's still not going to stop me. There's going to be all these isms that are going to be roadblocks. There's going to be all these like suppression just because I'm a minority in this country, but that's not going to stop me from where I want to be in life. And it took time for me to get there. I did go, I, I've been through counseling. I've been through AA meetings and stuff like that. Personally, I, I just, I did what I had to do with them. When in my, these are my early twenties, but like now I see why like people need it. I don't, I, I've, I've finally like became like came a happy person these past couple of years, like deep down inside. Cause I'm finally starting to understand who I am. I mean, it's going to be different for a lot different people, but I just felt like I needed to express that. And I wanted to express it through this podcast. And I think it had a lot to do with grit. Like there's going to be setbacks in life. I don't mean to be like over aggressive or too stoic about it, but like you got to learn how to move forward. You got to learn how to like make sure you're landing forward. Make sense? Yeah, learning from the past but moving forward. Exactly. Um, so yeah. That's the last question, actually. That was, that was actually <laughs> the last question. I just like put my own segment of it, but why is grit so important? Mm-hmm. You know? And I basically answered the question before we even asked it. <laughs> so I guess I'm asking you <laughs> the question, Brian. Like, oh, why is you're gonna so- let me well, follow up on that. Oh God! Whatever. Um, <laughs> like, no, no, like, that's um, just something I had to like express. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, as I was saying earlier, grit is a characteristic that's very common amongst successful people. And when I say successful people, I don't mean like successful people who like started a business and made millions of dollars or anything. No. Like that. I just mean successful people, as in people who have goals and they've made those goals come true. Whether that be through getting through college or uh, landing that job that you always wanted or finishing that passion project you always wanted to finish or uh, buying that house. Just anything that you have a goal for Um, and And you've achieved that goal, that makes you successful. And it doesn't only have to – success doesn't only have to be materialism. Oh, yes. It can also Mm -hmm. be like, does this make you happy? Mm -hmm. Like you generally need to ask yourself that – like. Does what you're doing make you happy? Mm-hmm. What, what do you like? You only have a, a finite time on this planet. Like, don't, don't waste that on like, <laughs> stuff you're not happy with. See, that's something I learned a couple of years ago, right? Um, whenever I'm doing something, um, one of the first things I ask myself is, does this make me happy? And if it's a no, then I stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just. That, that, that's what I wanted for great. It kind of brought a little bit of emotions to me. I'm like, man, like I didn't really think about it until we actually did this podcast. Until we actually sat <laughs> yeah. down and started recording. Yeah, and I was just like, damn, like all those hidden emotions. But <laughs> that's that's what it means to me. Great. Like, pe- people, people are going to try to get you off your game, but you got to be like Michael Phelps and keep mm-hmm. swimming in that lane. <laughs> yeah. See, it's Bars. no coincidence. <laughs> it's no coincidence that. Grit is a characteristic you see in a lot of <clears throat> a lot of uh, hero stories, like you know Star Wars, uh, Lord of the Rings, a lot of these you know <coughs> fantasy stories. 
uh, a lot of these heroes journey stories about somebody overcoming the odds and overcoming this challenge and you know making their dreams come true grit is always that common characteristic you see and that's because grit is something that we all kind of want it's it's the stuff you know that keeps us motivated and just to hit the fundamental fundamental like reasons for those superhero stories that's what it is it's a story your life is a story Mm -hmm. you're going to have downfalls you're going to have setbacks you're going Mm -hmm. to have wrong decisions in your life you're going to make you know Mm -hmm. just hope you don't make the wrong decision that you can't get out of like 25 Mm -hmm. to life you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or under the grave it's just that's the way it goes man Yep. Once you realize life's a story and you got to make your own story and dictate your own story, you're going for a hell of a ride. Yep. So let's close out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, this was a interesting podcast. I almost feel like I said that every episode too, but this one, uh, I really like the passion. We got, we really brought the passion for this one. Um, so yeah. Oh, that brings me to another one. This is our 10th episode. Oh yeah. We're so. 10 episodes strong. Technically eleven, yeah. Oh, is it? Technic. Well, I don't know. Do you count the bonus episode? Well, I thought we were gonna leave it at bonus. That's why I had the number like that. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Technically, yeah. This is this is the tenth episode of the mainline series of Ncast. Well, yeah, exactly. We'll talk about what, what we were just talking about off the record, but yeah, this mm-hmm. is technically ten. <laughs> um. So yeah, that concludes our this week's episode. Um. I'll I'll, I'll close out with a. The Twitter handle only and uh, Instagram just because uh, I switched it up. Oh, you switched yours? Yeah, I switched it up just because. Uh, Ooh, that's gonna be difficult with uh, I know. retrospective episodes. I but... know, but it's a uh, for continuity, a little bit more continuity. Um, I felt like in my Twitter handler RM, I felt like I'd have to explain that more, so I rather just uh kept it like Nigma Prince. So for my Twitter handlers at Nigma Prince. The only thing that's capital is the first letter Enigma, N, and then the next letter. Capitalization doesn't matter in the handles. Oh, well, I you thought it did. It doesn't? Okay. Like, it'll show up, but like if you want to search it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess you're into more than I am. I'm still trying to get used <laughs> to Twitter again. Well, plug, yeah. plug away. Plug exactly. Away. But no, I already did for Twitter handler. And then my Instagram's the same. It's just at P dot underscore Enigma. You can check out all our podcasts and um, the travel merchandise and packs too, and NCAS. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, so Twitter handle, I've kept mine the same. It is still Brian D. Leifer, B R I A N D L E I F E R. And if you feel any sort of reason to follow me on IG, um, you can. That's Bumblebee Brian, B U M B L E. B E E underscore B R I A N. Yeah. So, uh, only reason why I change it because we're still in our foundation period, Brian. Um, <laughs> I, at least I'm rebranding like not a hundred thousand episodes in. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen that though. I've yeah, exactly. Seen I've seen podcast shows that have changed their names like 300 episodes in. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying not to do that. So that's why I'm like, <laughs> trying to cover it now. I just feel like it was important for continuity. All right. Nick with Prince. Enigma. I mean, yeah, Bumblebee, Brian, and then, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just wanted to make it easier for our audience members. That's all. Okay, and with that being said, we are signing out. And, uh, yeah,
appreciate y'all.